Hey everyone, welcome back to the Jamie Star Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. So my guest today is a singer-songwriter who is without a doubt on the rise. My guest today is Aaron Grand. When did you know you had a passion for music? Um, I think when I was a little girl, I always loved to sing. Um, but I think it was when I, you know, I was in church and um, I started watching the the worship band and the worship leaders and I was like oh my gosh this is so cool I want to do this and so I tried out to be on the worship band I was like 10 and um got on and then that's kind of what sparked my vision of like okay this is what I want to do I want to stand on stage and sing like this is it so probably around 10 yeah was there a certain time when you realized you could be like hey I can actually do this and make a living yeah, it, honestly, it wasn't till later in my life, like within my high school career is when I kind of learned. So I never went to college. I um, It was probably my junior year when I realized, you know, I think I can actually do this for a living and I think I can move to Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I finally settled on it after, um, right before I graduated, all my teachers basically told me like, hey, you don't need to go to college. You need to move to Nashville. So that's what I did. <laughs> yeah, it's like they gave you, it's like they gave you um, their blessing and they're like, go. Right, totally. What uh, came first, learning how to play an instrument or knowing that you could sing? Uh, singing, for sure. Instrument didn't come until I was about 15, 14, actually. Yeah, 14 is when I learned how to play guitar. And then, um, or no, actually, I learned how to play um, piano when I was 12 and then 14 is when I learned how to play guitar. So I always get those mixed up, but, um, yeah, that was, piano was my first instrument, but now guitar has been my, my go-to for an instrument, but Mm -hmm. yeah, it was always, it was always singing. And, um, like I said, around my whole life, but then around 10 years old is when I was like, wait, I think I can do this. (laughs) Yeah. Can you play electric too, or just acoustic guitar? Yes, I can. I can play, I can play electric. Is, is there a big difference between the two? Um, there's not a huge difference. I mean, if you want to solo, I would say probably, like, if it's just you and your guitar, acoustic, for mm-hmm. sure. If you want to, like, jam out, rock out with a band, I typically like to pick up the electric. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What do you remember about writing your first song? Oh, my gosh. Um, well, right now I remember it being really terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but no, I mean, when I was writing it, I was like, this is a hit song. This is going to be played on the radio. Like I'm going to get a record deal. Yeah. <laughs> um, looking back at it now, that was so just naive, but, um, I was, again, I was like, oh man, I was going into my freshman year of high school. That's when I wrote my first song. And, um, so I would have been 14, 15 mm-hmm. and, um, I, that song is, is out there. <laughs> it is out there on the internet. So it was called Renegade and, um, it actually was played on the radio. So that yeah. was reached, but, um, it was never, I mean, that song, I mean, is not me anymore. Mm-hmm. I just have it out there for men's, but yeah, I mean, Hey, I did get played on the radio. Yeah. So wrong about that, I guess. Yeah, but like if it ever like comes on or, or you come across it or you're like, skip, thank you, next. Um, yeah, 
Yes, right. Literally. I mean, I feel like it's like, thank you, but we're going to move on. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely don't like sit and listen to my own music, but it definitely is something like funny to reminisce on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's where I came from. So I need to yeah. be proud of it. That's what's yeah. part of the whole journey. So, yeah. What is something you wish you could tell yourself about what the music world would be like now, like your young self? Yeah, I think um, social media has been such a huge impact on our world and especially the music industry. Mm -hmm. I think I would tell myself to not be so scared about putting myself out there because when I was in, man, when I, I, it's so different now, like everybody in high school and middle school, like they're all trying to be influencers. Everybody wants to be an influencer. It's like a thing and go you for doing that. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen to somebody. So I think back then it wasn't social media wasn't as big of a deal. So I felt so like held back from sharing my life and my, my music on social media and promoting Mm -hmm. my music and promoting my shows and myself. And it was such a like weird thing back then. Mm -hmm. I think I would tell myself like, Hey, it's going to pay off. Share, 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 post, 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 because this is going to be the new world in 2020. Like, come on. So I, I, um, I think that's what I would tell myself is like, just be prepared because social media is going to be the reason why you're going to get a record deal or get the followers or get your music put on playlists, you know, it's the power of social media and this generation that gets, you know, I mean, look at like half the artists we have now, like we wouldn't have like a Doja Cat or a Walker Hayes if it weren't for social media. That's so true. Yes. Like, looking now, like, looking at, like, all the artists that are currently being played on the radio, they're all discovered on social media. Yeah. No, you're, you're, you're dead right. So, it's, it's crazy. hmm In all genres, too. It's not just, like, pop or rap or hip-hop or... Yep. Country. They're all, it's all totally. genres. Yep, totally. Did it take you a long time to bring your EP to life? Um, long time is relative because sometimes people think a year is a long time. And sometimes people think 10 years is a long time. And mine was kind of in between. It was about four years in the making. That's I not didn't bad. Realize, uh, no, it's not terrible. But it was, um, when I was starting to write for the project, I really didn't know I was writing for a project. So I, I wrote Mood, which is the first track on the EP. I wrote that song back in, uh, I actually started that song my my senior year of high school. Oh, wow. And then that summer, I ter- took my first trip to Nashville and finished writing that song. So that song was written in 20... Uh, no, it was 2018. But I took my first trip to Nashville in 2017 and had that song, like, ready to write with somebody. Mm-hmm. But didn't finish it until 2018. And so, um, I mean, technically, the EP kind of started in 2017. Yeah. So I... I had all these songs written and ready and I had four of them. Yeah. Um, and I was going to put the project out and I was ready with four songs last year in 2021 and then joined this amazing group of, uh, social media people and my PR team and digital team. And we all came together and they were like, you need one more song. And I was like, okay. Um, Mm -hmm. I thought I was finished. (laughs) Yeah. That's when, yeah, that's when we wrote, um, better with wine. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the top off of the whole EP. Um, but yeah, four years in the making. We didn't write Better With Wine until, oh gosh. I mean, 
the summer of 2021. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like that whole story kind of reminded me of, I don't know if you grew up watching it, but like Hannah Montana, the episode where they told her that she needs to write one more song for her album. Do you remember that one? Yes. That it's like a real life, you know, version of that. Yes, it totally is. And she's like scrambling and writing all this music and none of it's working. And she goes and like takes a tape recorder and goes in the living room and records Robbie Ray playing some random song. Yep. Yep. Oh my gosh, that's so funny you say that. I totally remember that now. And that's, yeah, that honestly is what happened. They were like, you need one more. And I'm like, crap, I don't know what to write. Um, Mm -hmm. But actually, it was super easy. That was luckily very easy to write. So um, it was a fun one. Yeah, you didn't have to struggle like Miley, who had to go sit, or who was in papers, like buried in her bed with the papers. Yes. Oh, maybe someday I'll have to go through that, which, yeah, that's probably coming. <laughs> yeah, probably. But I'm sure it happens to everyone at some yes. point in their career. Yeah. What was the best part about the creative process of creating your EP? Um, I think... Honestly, a little fun fact, um, I got to write this project with all of my like very good friends. Um, I never was in a room with people that I didn't know writing this project. And I think that's what made the project so like deeply me and my personality was because I was in the room with people who knew me best. And Mm -hmm. so that made it a lot easier to write the project. Mm -hmm. Um, And everybody that I wrote with, well, most of them are from Minnesota, except for a couple of them, which is super cool, which is where I'm from, Minnesota. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I think that was kind of the, like, magic spark was just kind of having everybody know me so well, and it made it so easy for all of us to write for me. So, yeah. Yeah, it probably didn't feel like work because you're with all your friends. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the best kind of work. Totally. That's a great question. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when you get to work with all your friends, it's like, oh, so we're supposed to, we're working right now. I'm, I didn't even realize it. Right. Totally. It's like, that's like the best feeling ever when it comes to doing like, I don't know if physical labor is the right word, but like that sort of thing. Yeah, totally. Was it challenging picking and choosing what songs to put out there? Like, were there songs that you wish you could have put out there that didn't make it? Or, like, uh, why don't, like, you're like, oh, yeah, those are a given. Like, I have to. Like, was that a challenge for you? Um, Honestly, nothing. I don't regret putting any of those songs out. I don't regret not putting a song, like, picking a different song and putting it on the project. Um, I think this was, these are all songs that represented a part of me in the last four years. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of was, that was my mindset when I was creating the EP and realizing it was a project. I was like, you know what? I need to pick the songs that I really feel like um, made me as a person in the past few years of my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, even in through high school and all that kind of stuff. And so um, Lonely Does was one of those big ones that I just was like, man, this is, that was a huge part of my life, that whole story. Mm-hmm. And um then you know uh heartless I mean just going through those crappy breakups or just relationships that Mm -hmm. didn't work out and then um mood finding a relationship that worked out and it's the best and you love them so much and it's a total love song and um better with wine you know turning 21 and finally having a glass of wine and Mm -hmm. realizing how much I love wine (laughs) you know so I I think that's like seriously I mean that's like my whole life in in an EP and so 
I and casual too is another just great love song yeah I'm, I'm in a relationship so it's just very easy to write songs like that mm-hmm. um but I think uh yeah I I don't regret any of them being out I, I would never replace any of them just because of that like I feel like this is a very solid uh structure of just what's happened in my life the past years yeah I am gonna be 21 this July and I'm sure I'll I'll be listening to better with wine but I highly doubt I'll actually have wine with me because I actually have a fear I actually have like a fear of drinking it (laughs) I I did too don't worry I went through the same thing I was like very scared to drink that was like my biggest thing and that's why I never did until I was 21 I was like ah I'm nervous I don't know if it's gonna like I don't know I don't want to feel different um but yeah no I'd totally relatable <laughs> yeah but like i i'll probably turn that song on on my 21st birthday to you know i love it party I love it you like well i'm not a big partier so my version of a party is just me and my best friends sitting and watching disney plus are you kidding that's like my favorite thing in the world so <laughs> what disney plus that's that, yes that's like an ideal party for me is just chilling and watching movies <laughs> i'm not your stereotypical college person so that's my version of a party yes i love it i never partied so that's also my version of a party yeah my version of a party is watching other people have fictional parties on tv yes i love that i love that that's great i'm like the fly on the wall Mm-hmm. what was the hardest part about the creative process of your ep oh man that's a really good question um i mean man I think I was really challenged uh, vocally with some of these songs. Uh, Better With Wine is actually a very hard song to sing live. Um, And I think I was also kind of challenged just production-wise. I really got to, like, get the opportunity to sit in a room with the producer and engineer and listen through things and have an opinion Mm -hmm. on what was needed and what didn't sound right to me. And so... I think that was probably the challenging part was just learning, like yeah. learning the production side of things and actually having a say. So, yeah. Yeah. What made you choose anything but casual for the title? Yes. I love this question. Um, <clears throat> so I, my very best friends are down here in, in Nashville and we were out at lunch and uh, the, the whole project was finished, but the only thing I needed was a title. And so I was sitting with my friends and I was like, man, I don't know what to title this project. I feel like maybe I should title it casual. I don't know. I feel like that's me. I feel like, you know, it's the last song on the EP and it, I don't know. It's my favorite. It's my favorite song off the EP. So I was like, I feel like casual is it. Yeah. And my friend was like, my friend Julie, she was like, um, I'm going to butt in real quick and say that you are anything but casual. So that should not be the title. And I was like, wait, anything but casual. That's amazing. I love that title. And she was like, yes, that is your title. Like that is the title of your EP. So <laughs> that that's kind of how the title came to be. It was like a funny, we were just, we were sitting all having a glass of wine yeah. and um, that's, how it happened i mean it was just so funny but i know it's kind of a funny story the good things always come at like when you least expect it like they always say yes it was like a total like when you knew you knew and at that moment you knew like yep that's it that's it what is your favorite pair of shoes that you currently own oh you just 
stole my heart for a second there. Shoes are my thing. Um, Me too. Man, uh, I am so blessed to have a, a boyfriend who's very fashion forward as well. So when I get gifts, he's always like killing it with the shoe game. Um, <clears throat> he has done such a great job with buying me a pair of shoes and they're my favorite. Um, they're a sneaker pair of Louboutins that are like very sparkly and it's like a sneaker Ooh. and I love wearing them. They're, like, are they gifts, comfortable? So. No, not at all. <laughs> I knew it. I had a feeling. <laughs> I had a feeling. <laughs> yeah. Louboutins are very uncomfortable shoes, but you know, beauty is pain. And so that is, that is how it has to be. But those are my favorite. Actually, they're, they're the best. I love them. Oh my God. That's kind of funny that, you know, you've had to choose the coolest, but the most painful. Yeah, they're just so beautiful. I just can't resist. So, <laughs> yeah, if I probably had a pair of those, I would probably do the same. My yep. sister, my sister would for sure. I don't know about me. Love it. What is a talent you wish you had? Oh well, <clears throat> I kind of have a hidden talent, and I I can speak French a little bit. Oh, so I think. I wish I was better at it. I think so to say, I wish I could fluently be speaking French and like go to Paris and like speak French and be in the culture. And yeah. And have like a full probably, conversation. Yeah. And I can like kind of understand it, but um, yeah, that's probably something that I want to like work towards to like kind of nail is yeah. learning how to fluently speak it better. So that's probably a little talent being bilingual. Yeah. <laughs> the only words I know in French are words I sort of picked up in a, from a Celine Dion documentary. Oh, cool. Cause she's French Canadian. Yeah. So like certain words she would say, or like when people like American people who are interviewing her asking her, how, what, how do you say this word in French like that? But like, besides that, that's all the French I know. Right. I know. So funny. What documentary was that? What is something you think is overrated? I think coffee is very overrated. Yeah. Totally. Like extremely, like a Starbucks, like I love Starbucks, but I go there for like iced tea Mm -hmm. and not for the fancy stuff. Yeah. I like, so I would probably say coffee, Starbucks, like that kind of a thing. I'm so sorry, but so overrated. Yeah. I don't, I don't don't even drink it. I don't even drink it. So I don't understand people's fascination with it either, especially when they have such a specific thing. Two pumps this, like this, blah, blah, blah. Uh, It's like a whole other language. Oh my gosh. Yes. So true. So true. Yeah. Me and my dad refer to it as a whole other language because they, it's like all these words that it's like the only reason why you know these words is because you're, you know, you're an avid Starbucks drinker when you know all these words. Yeah. Yep. I, um, I am, I, I just think it's so overrated and so overpriced. It's just like, I'm so sorry. If I'm going to have coffee, I will brew it in my little brew thing right here outside of my door. And <laughs> I will yeah. try it that way. <laughs> so, yeah. What is something you can watch on repeat and it'll never get old to you? Oh, wow. That's a, that's a great question. I have to say Friends. Friends is my all-time favorite TV show. I could watch that. I mean, that could play all day, every day, up until the day I die. And I will laugh and love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get the Rachel haircut and... <laughs> uh-huh. I just... I'm obsessed with, like, just the style and the acting and the, like, the comedy is just so funny. I just... I love it. I wish I was, like, actually friends with all that. <laughs> Did you like the reunion? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Loved it. Loved it. One of my friends has seen it, like, 12 times at this point. Oh. Yeah, I've seen it, like, five. It's fine. Yeah. 
What is something you want to do but you haven't done yet? And it could be professionally or personally. Um, I think I want to... I mean, professionally, I, I want to play the Grand Ole Opry. So hey. that's something... Yes, that is something that is like my biggest thing. I just, before I die, I want to play the Grand Ole Opry. Um, <clears throat> I think personally... Um, I want to travel more. I want to like go to Europe and I want to go to like the Middle East and mm-hmm. I want to, you know, just, um, like the religious side of me wants to go see like Jerusalem and, uh, you know, just visit the grounds that Jesus walked on. And like, that's kind of, you know, I just really want to travel more. I think later in life, yeah. um, if I get the chance to, what is your favorite film genre? Ooh, uh, comedy. Yeah. I am not a I, rom-com too. I give or take some movies. Some of them are way too romance for me, but yeah. I love a good rom-com and love a good comedy. So oh, I'm the same way. I'm yeah. the same way. I, I can't, yeah, I can't do love stories. They're too cheesy for me. I can't do, I can't do scary movies. Nope. Uh, that's like gross to me. Yeah. <laughs> Sci-fi is like, I will fall asleep. I yeah. Can't do, I can't do that kind of stuff. So I I think rom-com or comedy. <laughs> yeah, I fell asleep watching Star Wars. I, I saw one Star Wars and I fell asleep, so I understand. My boyfriend made me watch all of them, and I legitimately wanted to, like, run away. <laughs> I, I, I understand. I fell asleep watching Star Wars, and I did every... We, did, we had a Marvel movie marathon at, at my high school, like, in one of my classes, like, the last week of school, and I did everything I could to get out of it, because... Yep. I just, not my thing. Yep, I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't understand it. I don't understand people's fascinations with it. I have, I my ADD will kick in, and I think those movies are too long, too. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's the thing. I need, like, hour, like, 90 minutes, maybe 100 minutes tops, and I'm like, that's a movie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some movies, there are, there are exceptions. Don't you think? Yes. yes. Like... Some, like, good musical movies are exceptions. Totally. I agree. I would also say I love a few musical movies that, like, yeah, mm-hmm. totally agree. Like, the live-action Disney movies, some of them are an exception. Yeah. Yeah. Not all of them. Totally agree. I loved, like, Aladdin. Aladdin. <gasps> I loved it! Oh my I God. saw it in I 3D. Oh, that would have been so cool. I I almost don't know which one is better, like, the original or the... Or the real one. And that's when I know that a movie is really good. When they can remake it and you're like, which one was better? Have you seen the musical? Mm-mm. Wait. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay, I'll have to... Wait, is that on Disney Plus? No. There's like okay. a Broadway show. If you're ever like in New York or it comes to Nashville, you have to see it. There are oh, so- got it. It's like a live show. Mm-hmm. There's some okay. missing characters and missing parts, but things make up for it like you don't even know it's not there oh my gosh i'm excited i'm a big musical nerd too me too musicals all through all through high school and so yeah acting like that's my whole thing Mm -hmm. love it yeah the musical uh i saw the tour of aladdin and it was between i don't know what's the best which one's the best the animated movie the musical or the live action movie they're all so cool so good Okay, cool. Well, I'll have to hopefully try to catch that. And the music is great. The music, you can listen to, like, the music on, like, Apple Music. Okay, cool. 
there's a section in Friend Like Me, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but there's like an extended section. Oh my god, I'm obsessed with it. That's so cool. Okay, I'll have to look that up. Look up Friend Like Me from the musical from Broadway. Perfect. Okay, I will. You will die once you hear the whole thing. All right, I'm going to do it after this. You're going to die. What is your favorite streaming platform? Um, this is tough. I think I use Spotify all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I like Apple Music um, better. Same. <laughs> it's easier to use. Yeah, Spotify is complicated. Yes, but I use Spotify more, oddly enough. So, I don't know. There, I also just kind of have a hardness towards all streaming platforms because nobody pays songwriters well enough mm. through streaming and gives them credit enough and yeah. there's just a whole I don't I, that's a whole other rabbit mm. hole to, that I don't want to go down but yeah yeah but I would have to say either of those I guess what about for watching something oh like a tv show or a movie yeah um I think we use I use Peacock a lot but then Disney plus yeah I have a serious addiction to Disney plus yeah I'll stay up hours and hours <laughs> I love it though. It's such a sweet, like they've got everything like from our youngest of youngest, you Mm -hmm. know? Do you have any pre-show rituals? I do. Um, I, I typically always have a peanut butter and honey sandwich before I sing, just kind of coats the throat. Mm -hmm. Um, otherwise, yeah, that's basically it. (laughs) I like it. I like it. Peanut butter and honey or like a bag of potato chips if yeah. they're around. But yeah. typically the peanut butter and honey is a little bit healthier, so I'll stick to that. But yeah. it always coats the throat. It gives me a little boost of energy, the sugar. The saltiness um, of, the, of yeah, the chips. Yep, yep, totally. So that, and then I'll always like say a little prayer before I go on stage yeah. and things like that. Yeah. Who is your favorite animated character? Oh. um, That's so funny that you say that because I honestly love the genie from Aladdin. I think just it's just so funny mm-hmm. but um I think I think Alice in Wonderland I love Alice like she's just the cutest little thing and her imagination is just out of this world and I don't know I just think she's like the sweetest and what is a fun fact that not a lot of people know about you um <clears throat> I am a huge golfer I huh. love to golf um, I always say, like, if I wasn't in music, I probably would want to, like, really take on golf and, like, see where my life could go with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but during my free time, we have, like, a golf simulator at our building, so that's super fun. We've got, I mean, hundreds of golf courses in mm-hmm. Tennessee mm-hmm. and in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So we we try to, my boyfriend and I try to golf, you know, throughout the summer. Yeah. And just to keep the golf game up. But, yeah, I think that's kind of a little known fact that... Or fun facts that nobody knows. (laughs) I like it. I'm a huge golfer. Once again, I've been speaking with singer-songwriter Erin Grand. I will see you all in my next episode where I'm chatting with Danielle Morrow, who portrayed everyone's favorite psycho, Nora Dershlet on iCarly.